Hello, and welcome to episode five of I Got the Shakes That'll Make You Quake. I Got the Fries That'll Cross Your Eyes. I Got the Podcast That'll... I just got podcast. <laughs> today awesome. we are talking about sports movies. Um, and in the spirit of sport, we have made today's episode one big competition. Uh, we are foregoing the pitches and all the other intellectual conversations that we have become so well known for. Uh, and today we're just having uh, four, maybe five, maybe six fights, depending how the night goes. Um, and as usual, we have brought a couple of expert guests along the way. Uh, we are going to be joined by Jory, who's here for the first time, and Kevin, who some of you guys may know from our last episode. Woo-hoo! Both experts in sports, movies, and sports movies. That's right. Yep. So we're going to jump right into it because we got a packed agenda today. Uh, our fights today include who is the best sports MVP, uh, what is the best fictional sport from a movie, uh, what sport has the best filmography, uh, and... I think what's going to be the best fight of the night, uh, what is the everyone's top five basketball lineup made out of uh, movie characters? Which Paulo is going to win? We'll see. <laughs> uh, so we'll jump right into it. Uh, as usual, Jory, why don't you introduce yourself uh, with a, a character and a movie that lets the audience know who you are? Sure thing. Thanks, Carson. Uh, again, my name is Jory. Uh, happy to be a guest on this podcast here. Uh, when Carson threw these questions at me and, and, and asked me to be to represent myself as a character from a movie, two characters really jumped out to me, and that would basically be Squints from The Sandlot and Goldberg from The Mighty Ducks. I think I'm a combination of both of those, and the reasons to me are very plain and simple. For Goldberg, it's that anxious, nervousness, but still always getting the job done, saving the goals, winning the gold medal, whatever Goldberg did for the team. For Squints... So not like the wrestler. No, not like the wrestler. (laughs) No, look at me, look at me, not like the wrestler. Squints to me is that like nerdiness, sarcasticness, and uh, yeah, I just love that movie, so I had to pick someone from there. Awesome. Uh, Kevin, we're going to forego your introduction because you did it last time. Uh, I will do a, a shout out though that Kevin has, uh, it's the first person on our show who has attained the title of friend of the show. Uh, as our first uh, returning guest. So uh, thank you for that, and thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Uh, One quick uh, little roundtable we're going to do, just to give you an idea of who's here and what our opinions are on sports movies, uh, is just want to ask you guys, what's your favorite sports movies, and why do you like it? Like, what are you looking for in the sports movies? Uh, So, Paulo, how about you go first? Um, Man, it's so tough because, I don't know, just the sports movies in general... They, they really they really speak to me, you know? Uh, so, uh, in, the, in, in the interest of being realistic, I'm going to say Space Jam, uh, for obvious reasons. It's just, it's the first one I'm pretty sure that I grew up with. And uh, just, like, even when I rewatch it nowadays, it hasn't lost, uh, hasn't lost the magic. Although I know you'll disagree with me on that one, Carson. <laughs> but, I mean, like, it's really just a perfect movie. And <laughs> Carson's perfect, face, perfect. Carson's face is so angry right now. Oh, that went around. Yeah, no, but like, just it's it means a lot to me uh, in in terms of history and just like. So, what do you think about the prospect of Space Jam Two? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> uh, Jerry, how about yourself? 
Um, we'll go back to the earlier question. I'll just go back to the Sandlot. For me, it's not about that that's my favorite sports movie. I would tell you that's my favorite movie of all time. There's a variety of reasons. It's a feel-good story from the team's perspective. It's a feel-good story from Benny Rodriguez taking the kid under his wing and, and you know, making him feel like part of the town. Um, and I can't leave out Wendy Peppercorn. I mean, God, Wendy Woo, Peppercorn. Wendy. I think the first erection I remember ever getting was to the Sandlot. Great fucking movie. Oh, my God. Uh, Kevin, how about yourself? Uh, for me, I would have to say... Uh, let me pick one. It would be The Longest Yard. The original or the new oh, one? Oh, the new one, because I never saw the original, <laughs> so I would okay. say The Longest Yard. It's, it's just... It's a feel-good movie in a, in a sort of a sense, because it's, it's put in a... In a, in a weird in a weird place, you have convicts playing security guards. As good as you could feel about prison. It, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a, a and it's a it's a really good true underdog story too. So I, it, like, you have a bunch of nobodies, a bunch of people that you know have been literally thrown into like darkest holes in the, on the face of the earth or in that part of the true of the world, and they actually have a chance to showcase what they have. And you at the end of it, you're like, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, for myself, uh, I think my favorite sports movie is actually the documentary Hoop Dreams. Uh, I think it's like if if you look at your experience of playing sports, for ninety five percent of teams, their year is going to end in failure or it's going to end in you know losing. And so I, I kind of hate all these inspirational sports movies where it's just like you know the good team's going to win. And I like that Hoop Dreams was a lot more than that. It was about you know what does sports contribute to a person as a whole? Like what does that mean? What does it take to get there? Because there's a lot of characters, especially in sports movies, that are just, they're just naturally amazing. And I kind of like seeing how much those guys had to sacrifice and how much they had to put into it to even just have a chance at a career. Uh, so it was, uh, I like that. I like the hard work. <laughs> we just want the happiness. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll respect that. I'll respect that. Yeah, I don't like way. happiness, goddammit. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to jump now right into social media. Uh, Paulo, take it away. All right, uh, a lot to talk about for our social media update this month. Um, so first and foremost, uh, I'd like to plug our official Houston We Have a Podcast Twitter. Um, uh, that will come up later in, our, in my update. So just keep in mind it's at HWHA Podcast. Um, just in the interest of not mixing it up with uh, NASA's, uh, <laughs> NASA's Twitter. Or, sorry, NASA's podcast. <laughs> um, also, so, actually, the reason I plugged that is because next month we are having our AMA, Ask Me Anything, episode. So it's a general episode where uh, you get to ask us, uh, you, the listeners, all ten of you, get to <laughs> ask us all the questions, all the burning questions you have for us. And that is what that is what our episode will be. And the catch is... Uh, whether they come in through Instagram or Twitter, half of us will not be seeing these questions. <laughs> I did not explain that well. <laughs> Basically, wherever you submit it, we'll make sure that who's ever answering the question is seeing it for the first time. So don't be afraid to ask something silly or bizarre. Yeah, that, that makes, makes it sense. better. Uh, also, 10 listeners, that's a bit bold. We're not there yet. We are. are oh, we? you guys are there. I think Run the there. analytics. Let Run the turn. analytics. I think it's a 13. Let, Let me turn to our stats really quick. Guaranteed. Um, five of them are in this room hey, right now. <laughs> five. Still counts, man. It still counts. Five. No, actually, one of them in one of the people in this room, our live studio audience, doesn't even listen. So <laughs> there's four of us. And now. <laughs> uh, he said, "I am now." Um, so we have. Uh, yeah, we have ten. 
Oh, no, sorry. Those are, so we have 10 likes. Let's put it that, let's call that out. I would also like to shout out our one hater from Austria. No, you're listening. That is our one dislike. Yeah. Uh, fuck Austria. So yeah, fuck yeah, you, fuck man. Austria. <laughs> fuck you. Let the, Jew, let the Jewish it. guy speak to Austria. Guys, my, my mom is listening. Okay. Uh, I do not hire you. We've anyways. learned one thing from sports movies. It's to hate other countries. Right? Yeah. Yeah, really is. Perfect. Uh, in Iceland. Moving on. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? Right. Uh, just to remind you guys, we do have that, uh, that, uh, official Twitter. We will be starting the official Houston We Have a Podcast Instagram once we reach 25 followers. So, you know what? Like, subscribe, uh, uh comment on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, on my Instagram, sorry. I'll plug that one too. At P-A-O-L-O-V-S-T-H-E. W-O-R-L-D. That what is, is that again? I'm, I'm surprised you didn't misspell that. <laughs> if, you, if, you missed, hell. if you missed it, it's too bad. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I will be posting for this episode later where you can answer uh, the question that I will be asking later on for the audio clip from our expert, Jory. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, I think that is it. Oh, uh, Carson has a special announcement at the end of the episode. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh Take it away, Jory. Audio clip time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what do I do? So, uh, <laughs> press play, press play. Uh, Jory, uh, I know you have prepared an audio clip for us. Would you like to... Uh, yeah, we'll tee it up. Again, we're circling back. I promise I'll talk about different movies as this podcast <laughs> progresses. But we're going back to the Sandlot again. And it's honestly my favorite scene from the movie, aside from Wendy Peppercorn lotioning and oiling and lotioning and oiling <laughs> anyways sorry a little distracted but uh the scene when the rival team comes and you know the sandlot crew has to go battle it out against them it's my favorite scene by far yeah it's easy when you play with a bunch of rejects and a uh, fat kid rodriguez shut your mouth phillips would you say crap face i said you shouldn't even be allowed to touch a baseball except for rodriguez you're all an insult to the game come on We'll take you on right here, right now. Come on. We plan a real diamond porter. We ain't good enough to lick the dirt off our cleats. Watch it, jerk. Shut up, idiot. Moron. Scab eater. Butt sniffer. Puss licker. Fart smeller. (sighs) You eat dog crap for breakfast, geek. You mixed your weeds with your mama's toe jam. Yeah. You bob for apples in the toilet. And you like it. You play ball like a girl. (laughs) What did you say? You heard me. Tomorrow. Noon. At our field. Get the buffalo butt breath. Count on it, pee-drinking crap face! So for all our listeners out there, our question for this month is, what is the opposing team's name? The ones that play ball like a girl. Uh, like girls. Plural. Um, uh, remember,
remember, if you answer this question correctly, you have a very good shot of being our next guest or being shouted out, whatever you want. Uh, or being a friend of the show. Or ah, being a friend of the show. You never know. <laughs> Take it from Kevin. So, speaking of, I'm going to throw it to Kevin. Uh, he is our expert sports movie judge who will be judging the next three, uh, the next few fights. Uh, so, Kevin, what do we got? Thank you, Paulo. Um, so, today we're going to be talking about the sports movie MVP. So, we're going to be talking about who in all, all the sports movies you think is the best overall athlete. And we're not including combat sports because that's going to be you know used for a completely different uh, segment. So for today, it's generally going to be like uh, not I won't, I won't say team sports. I'll say sports that don't involve getting hit in the face. Well, by other people. By other people, you know, with on purpose. Or in a ring. Or in a ring. No fighting. Just no, no boxing. Fighting. No jujitsu. No, no yes. karate kids. <laughs> oh, that's a good. Okay. There's a lot of good boxing movies. We there can are. Talk so we can't cover it all in one segment. So that's why we're going to cover it in another one. Uh, so today we're going to start off with uh, my friend, Mr. Carson, and uh, please take it away. Uh, okay, so my pick for uh, sports movie MVP is Paul Crew from the 2005 movie hey, The Longest Yard. Cheetah. <laughs> uh, my reason for him and my argument is going to be Boy, sports, cheetah. as we know, is not just about one person. It's about the team. And so I think the MVP has to be someone who makes everyone around them better. Uh, Paul Crew is a great athlete he plays multiple sports but at the same time i think his greatest achievement is taking a bunch of convicts a bunch of people who should not work together people who are legitimately psychopaths and making <laughs> them work together and getting the best out of everyone like he takes people who disrespect him he takes people who hate him Sounds he so takes people like the NFL, though. yeah I mean, <laughs> i'm just like, I'm kidding I'm playing. he has that perfect balance of being a star contributor himself but also at the same time uh, making everyone around him better as well so that's my argument all right. Thank you, Carson, for that. That was very articulate. As um, always, from yeah, Carson. As always, as always. Um, next, I'm going to choose uh, Mr. Paulo Vergara. Don't, I know I said don't put my name. last name. I know I last there. named him. On I the just... internet? Are you crazy? All right. Sorry. I'll edit it out. <laughs> okay. I won't. <laughs> uh, whatever. I want everyone to know who came up with a real sports movie MVP, and that is Bobby Boucher, <laughs> the water boy. Also, the best football player in all of sports movies. All right, say your so, argument, please. Oh, al please, allow please. me. Um, <laughs> when we're talking about sports movie MVP, we're talking about just complete dominance of his field, all right? Bobby Boucher was not only a game changer, he, like, Carson mentioned how Paul Crew, like, took a bunch of misfits and took them, like, and made something out of them. Bobby Boucher took a team... The mud dogs that were in a like a years long losing streak. A years long. Years. A years. Many long. years. <laughs> a years long. I don't know how long, how many years, <laughs> but a very long losing streak. Yeah. And th not only did he make them better, he want he took them to win the Bourbon Bowl in his first season, ever playing football. Not just playing organized football. He had never played football before, and it's just pure talent. And not only did he play. Uh, sorry. Not only did he play defense, which is like the hardest way to, not the hardest way to impact a football game or to win a football game, but he played both sides of the ball. Uh, cough, cough, Paul Crew. Uh, <laughs> and not only did he play both sides of the, of the, of the, fuck, of the ball, <laughs> 
he, on a fuckball. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the offensive play that actually won the Mud Dogs the Bourbon Bowl. Keep in mind, again, I can't stress this enough, he had never played football before. Are you finished yet? No, okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I've said enough. That is my pick. All right, I'm going to jump right, in. Right, I'm going right, to jump right, in. Right, enough, enough out of you. Alright, let's go. Next one. I'm going to jump in without even an introduction, and I'm going to ask both Paolo and sorry, Carson. Sorry, I apologize That's okay. <laughs> both of you need to take your Adam Sandler football movies and just leave, okay? Alright, call me after Grown Ups 3, and we'll talk about oh, what else is coming. For me, for me, this question's very simple, and it goes back to my number one A sport beside basketball, and that's baseball, and it's Roy Hobbs in The Natural. If you remember the film The Natural... The story is, is that it starts out and he's a high school pitcher. And in the very first couple of scenes, they allude to the fact he's thrown eight no-hitters as a high school senior. When he goes to try out for the, for the Chicago Cubs, I believe it is, he gets shot on the train ride to his tryout and has to disappear from baseball for about 15 years. Did you say shot? He gets shot. Yeah, he with a gun. Get, with a gun. <laughs> okay. By a woman he loves. It's a tragic story. It's actually based on a true story. No, it is. Not, like from someone in 1949 or... It was a book a too. Ago, Anyways, when he finally gets his shot, uh, he gets called up and he plays for the New York Knights. Obviously not a real team. Uh, he gets benched for the first three weeks of his career until in batting practice. First swing, he's just launching home run after home run over the fence. And I believe if you watch that movie, you see maybe... 10 games being played and 17 home runs. So for me, it's very simple. Project that out. That guy was the greatest baseball player <laughs> of all time. End of discussion. Let's move on. Thank you, please. Wow. Okay. Uh, you guys make all very good, compelling <laughs> arguments. Let me at him. Let me oh, <laughs> all right, I'm ready to go so here. I think the real MVP here is Adam Sandler. He, this guy plays like everything. No, but uh, if I was, if, if was going to pick someone out of all this... Um, I would have to Are you picking a winner? We still have another like few minutes. Do it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Let's oh, talk this out. Carson, sorry, okay. you know, we, we have counter-arguments here. Okay, yeah. Fight it out. Hey, guys, guys, guys. My apologies. Was, I was okay. already going to pick Bobby Boucher. It's okay. Okay. No, I wasn't. So, <laughs> no, I wasn't. Okay. Here's, the, here's the argument for Roy Hobbs. Is he's great at one thing. He has an unfortunate thing that ends his career. And then he comes back and he's great at a second thing. Uh... <laughs> For me, this is Tim Tebow, but not as good. Oh. Tim Tebow came in. Really helping you. He did it for multiple years, and he was a like a huge like he, he changed the game almost a little bit for a little while. He took the Denver Broncos to places they never should have been, and now he's coming back and he's not amazing in baseball, but he's coming back in that second sport and reuniting it's a marketing his career. Point, Carson. But at least Tim Tebow did it for multiple years. Roy Hobbs did it like he was a flash in the pan. He didn't have that durability to say that he did it multiple times, like the same thing multiple times like a big thing with sports is once you do something good once people start to know your tendencies people start to get better that like he hasn't shown that he adjusted for he something went season. on he's yeah. tim tebow but not as good and no one likes tim tebow time, like, you, get, you get shot <laughs> yeah you man you're gonna take away that's, that's just the sympathy vote man let's talk about sports <laughs> no, I, i'm just trying to be unbiased right now but all right okay let's look at paul crew okay. right now okay okay let's go let me let me just uh take one one line from the from the longest yard movie uh Said by you my, only got one line? Boy, Don't worry. You I only need one line. Okay. Said by my boy Deacon Moss. The slap the point shaven white boy till he cries like a baby back bitch. Paul Crew is a cheater. That's why he's in prison. No, that's not. That's, that's not why he's in prison. He was. He, he's also an off the field uh, distraction because of his DUI, his drinking. And he was a cheater. Sorry, did I mention that? He's a cheater? Yeah, you can't give that MVP to a cheater. Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> you just said he breathed He's the still, team together. Regardless of what he did after he, be, he was the MVP, he was still the best player in the football That's league. fine, no, but no. Carson's, Carson's argument was rooted in him bringing the team together. <laughs> I believe did. what 
not landed him in jail, but one of the reasons that he was a bad seed in the first place was because he did everything to drive the team apart. But at the end of it all, he turned it all around. Also, we're not just talking about sports here. We're talking about sports movies, and part of being a good movie and a good movie character is having depth and complexity. I agree with If that. you're just good the entire time, that's boring. That's not a good movie. <laughs> Paul Crew has real character arc. Like, he goes to dark places, and then he comes back. He is a great redemption story. Yeah, it only took prison. Roy Hobbs hit <laughs> Roy Hobbs hit 35 home runs as a rookie. Uh, you know what? It's pretty I don't, good. I don't it's pretty good. But Aaron Judge Hobbs. is also yeah. Here. You guys need to go watch the Natural and then have me on another podcast and we'll talk about <laughs> just it. About the we'll talk about just the, just the Natural. That, that's my other argument. People have actually seen The Longest mm-hmm. Yard. Oh, shit. Yeah, but not by right. choice. Not by Whoa, choice. I did. <laughs> guys, I, 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 I'd like to point right out now, that there's worry. nothing negative being said about Bobby Boucher right now. Huh? There is nothing negative to say about I'm not Bobby arguing. Boucher. You guys need to go in. That's because everyone's too afraid to make fun of a retarded person. Oh, oh wow. Oh, 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 hey, oh, wow. Goddamn. Number one, that's politically incorrect. Number two, this retarded person took the Mud Dogs to the Bourbon Bowl in his first season, ever playing football. Okay, so Paul Crew versus Bobby Boucher. Bobby, Bobby Boucher, Boucher was sacked the shit out of him. Bobby Boucher took a team that was a team. They actually existed as a team and he made them better. Paul Crew took a team that people who had never played together and made them champions. That's a lot bigger like Champions of, of what, Carson? <laughs> champions of what? Prison League football? Yeah, against Prison League football. Those people play dirty, man. That's, yeah, that's knives, real football. Knuckle, I, think, knuckles, I do give brass. kudos to the, the Prison League football. <laughs> they don't I think that's a bigger accomplishment to bring together a prison team. Hey, I can't stress this enough. Like, single... He's never played... He didn't even go to school. Oh, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Anything okay, about okay, okay. Yeah, I think y'all said enough of your pieces. Um, if I was gonna pick, I would have to say, based on for me, when it comes to being uh, the sports MVP, it comes. I'll have to give it to to Mr. Bobby Boucher. Yes. Okay, stop. Just give it. A, give me a second. Okay. Sorry. Not to take anything away from Paul Crew. Not to take anything away from Mr. Hobbs. But um, when you can dominate on both sides of the field. As as much as he did, and if you do the, if you do the math, this guy had how many sacks in a game? You don't do that like in regular college football, like at all. You and he was super dominant. Sacks maybe like once in a season. He had like three sacks in the first what thirty seconds of the game. Like that's unprecedented. You don't you don't see that. <laughs> he not only did that, he did that on both sides, and also he wasn't a full like. Sound of mine. He was there. He was. I didn't <laughs> want to be rude. But he was all there. Like Paul Crew, he had his shit. Like he was MVP. He did it all. But but this guy, he that was the first time he did it. Took him to the win. Did it dominantly. And I think that's that's another thing. But Paul, if it wasn't for Vicky Valancourt and Water, would he be what he was? <laughs> you could you could say the same thing otherwise too. Yeah, because she. True. You know, it could go the same way. Yo, Vicky Valancourt was hot though. She for was real. Hot. For real. She was scary hot. Yeah, scary she was hot. Scary yeah. hot. But yeah, like I would have to have, give it to like Bobby Boucher. Like you couldn't to... close your eyes when you went to sleep beside her. Like you wouldn't want to do that. No. Also, I think this is Apollo's first win. Am I wrong? Ever. I was gonna say that myself, but yeah. Is it? Oh shit. Win. Well, there you go. Congratulations. Thanks, Kevin. You're, you're Good welcome. job, Paulo. You're, you're welcome. Thank you, everyone. I just uh, like to say, you know, just go out, go out there and give 110 percent every time, play every game like it's your life. All right, and he's <laughs> done. <laughs> Anyways, um, so on to the next part of our, our our discussion. We're gonna be talking about which sport has produced the best movie. So we can, we're gonna be talking about um, actual sports in general, like basketball, football, baseball, whatever, whatever. So I'm gonna kick it off. I'm gonna give it off to Miss Jory, if you if you don't mind. Okay. Starting it off. 
Not a problem at all. all right. For me, I think the theme has become very obvious with me. Mm. I really like baseball. Oh, baseball. <laughs> I really, I really like baseball, guys. I mean, the list for me, baseball, football, or basketball, all three of those sports, or hockey too, I guess, Carson. Um, <laughs> all, all of those sports have a very long list of movies. Yeah. For me, the best of the bunch, whether it's ones that have been recent or ones from my childhood, is baseball. If I think about it pretty logically, Today, we're still seeing baseball movies. In the early 2000s, there were baseball movies. 90s, there were baseball movies. What was the last great football movie? How long ago was that? When was the last great hockey movie? How long ago was that? When was the last great basketball? I think baseball wins. Oh, I'll tell you. Oh, let me know, Paolo. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. All right, Joy. I like that. Okay. It's just they're, they're, know, they're it, still doing it. They're still doing you know, it. It's really tough to talk about baseball as being like the best. Like, oh, it's the most boring sport it, of all time. It, it is if you watch it, but when you when you watch it during throughout a movie, it's like it's really hard because it, it actually it's a long game to watch out of a movie. But when yeah. you're watching a movie, it and plays I feel out like so very well. Like it's like it, it drags along just enough, and then you have a little bit of drama, and because it's so it's things and broken down and specific. The thing that's special about baseball movies too is the genre of movies that that sport spans over. We've got serious baseball movies. We've got comedy baseball movies. Like we got rom com baseball movies. Trouble <laughs> with the Curve, Fever Pitch. Like we can do whatever we want. We got Mister Three Thousand with Bernie Mac. Rest in oh, peace. Rest in peace. Oh. Um, rest in peace. Rest in peace. So we got Summer Catch, another chick flick. Sorry. Uh, Rom-com. Politically correct. You can't say chick flick I can say chick. If Carson can say the... If Carson says the R word, I can say chick flick. Anyways, it just spans so many genres, and and, and that's why I picked baseball. Okay, I like that. All right. All right, Paulo. You're up next. You're you're up next at bat. Present. All right. What you got? All right. So, uh, I picked basketball. Obviously. uh, For obvious reasons. No shit. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It just uh, bat, first of all, basketball means a whole lot to me. I'm a huge fan of the sport. But sorry, I'll, I'll stop getting all mushy on you guys. Um, but I think basketball has the best sports movies because it's the perfect it's the perfect combination of intensity and and uh, what's the other word? Forgetting. Sorry, this is the moose head. Oh yeah, intensity talking. and uh, the perfect combination of Sexuality. intensity. No. Let's all stare at him. <laughs> what you got? Oh, shit. This, this is actually affecting me. Everyone's staring at me. Intensity, Intensity and... And... What do you got? And, and finesse. Oh. Finesse. I don't right. think that's what you were looking it's, for, but you had to pick something. Enough. You know what? It has the cool factor, but also, like, move, good movies, they make you feel something. And that's the good thing about all sports movies, not only basketball, so I'll give you guys that. But for basketball... You can't. Are you okay? Kevin? I'm good. Just go. Um, for basketball, you see everything. Like it's not a 12-hour game like it is baseball. So you can't like you can actually carry your feelings throughout the whole game, and you can get. Uh, it's not like a, a huge team like football where you can have to follow like 50 characters. Basketball, you get that really good like one-on-one. Well, not one-on-one, but like it's easier to have like smaller conflicts, which does make for a better movie. I think. Personally, in my humble opinion, uh, I'm gonna leave it. I, I'll leave it there for now. Cause, I see uh, what you're trying to do. That you're trying to play to me because you know I love basketball. <laughs> yeah, I love basketball too. But he does not sound very humble. <laughs> <laughs> it means so much to me. You got, you got me, Joy. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. Thank you, Paulo. And we're gonna kick it to Carson now, um, if you may. Uh, okay, so the sport I chose was hockey, and I think I'm not just arguing what the movies that have been made. I'm arguing hockey as a device for telling, uh, telling a story, telling movies, telling a, a 
about a character. Uh, and the thing I really like about hockey movies is I, I feel like most movies, sports movies, falls in the trap of either it's a movie about the sport and it's almost almost like an action movie with sports scenes instead of like explosions that just happens to have enough drama to pull it together or it's all about the drama and it just happens to be in the context of a sports world where I feel like hockey is the best place to tell both stories and I feel like what happens off the ice translates more and like what's happening on the ice tells the story of what's happening with those characters um I think there's more leadership present in hockey movies than what you see in baseball and basketball. I would say it's maybe rivaled by football in terms of the leadership that you see, but the, the connections between the characters, I think matter more in a hockey game than what it does in sometimes like the baseball or basketball movies. And I actually will agree with Paul's point that you need a simplicity to your game in order to tell a story because you can't just have a movie about one game. It has to be multiple games. And I think baseball there's a lot going on like the, oh, the complexity please, no no like a baseball takes a long time like there's a lot that happens in a game whereas basketball and hockey it's pretty much like there's action happening constantly and it's a very similar type of action whereas baseball you know it's you know top of the inning bottom of the inning it's beginning of the game ending of the game like there's so much going on it's well, I mean, like, it's hard to tell a story they don't show every yeah, inning. No, I know, but like, I feel like if you have to only show a part of the game, it's easier to tell a story within the context of hockey and basketball games than it is baseball. Okay, before we argue and before Kevin gives a decision, to finish your point, Carson, tell me the last three good hockey movies and don't go back to the Mighty Ducks. Uh, <laughs> go. Goon, Goon 1, Goon 2, and uh, I'd I probably say Miracle as the third one. That's what was the third one? Miracle. Miracle. Oh, okay. Also, before we continue, I'd like to thank Carson for calming us all down. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 it's true. Uh, so that's just my argument. I have more arguments later on, but we can open it up now. All right, all right. Thank you all for that. So I'm gonna open up the floor. Um, I have a question for you guys. Okay. What's the last baseball or basketball movie that spawned a franchise or a sequel? After you. Oh, that's a good question, actually. It's a hockey baseball movie Ducks. that had a sequel. Yeah. Angels in the Outfield was sequels? No? Yeah, it did, did have it Major sequel? League? No, it didn't have sequels. Major League? Like Mike? No, it didn't That doesn't nice. count. There's no nice. Does not count. I think hockey is the a, only sports movie that had a legitimate uh, franchise with the Mighty Goon? Ducks. Oh. oh uh, Goon, I would say, is doing a franchise. Slapshot made four movies. Uh, four? Like, four? It, they got bad after the second oh, one, but yeah. at least the second one was okay. Yeah, but you can't, you can't judge it by quantity. There's like yeah. The first one was good. There's like five most valuable... You know what matters in sports? Movies. Franchise. Oh, dynasties. Like Hockey movies have dynasties. I'm giving Carson a good point there. That's that, I'll give props to Carson. That's a very good point. Yeah. The only but, basketball movie that spawned a sequel was Airbud, and the second movie wasn't about basketball. <laughs> Fair. He's right. Because it was about the dog, okay? <laughs> I don't count Airbud. Low key, that dog is the sports MVP. That, he, that's true. Low key, that's true. He played everything. Well, I 100 percent agree with that, ball. and I will make that statement come back later in the episode. <laughs> Tim, you just set him up, Jory. That's okay. I set him up. Carson can knock him down. I'll see myself out later. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, back to basketball. Um, uh, I'll come, uh, come yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the examples of good basketball leaders and captains? But good basketball leaders. How about coach, uh, coach oh, from... Non-coaches, players. What's his leader? name? Oh, okay. And don't um, say Coach Carter was a leader. Get out of here. He was a leader. Yo, come on. Coach Carter was a leader. <laughs> Hold on a second. He <laughs> was right, a back, leader. Back to, um, uh, uh, what's it called? T- uh, captains. 
there was let's see. Oh, there was um, Monix. His name was Monix, played by Woody Harrelson in Semi Pro. He he really oh, brought that team about together. That. He he really brought that team together because they were only caring about themselves and just making the NBA. Well, yeah, and making the NBA for the merger. But he really got them. No, he led that team to actually learn how to play basketball and not only get coffee. Um, what's his name? Clarence. Clarence, their, their superstar, Clarence, uh, aka Coffee, yeah, yeah, yeah. to like play within the, the within that system. Not to mention he is a champion with the Boston Celtics. So I you think. were saying Clarence Black is cocky player. That's he's not very good. This is a negative trait for his. Oh, don't worry. I, I will address <laughs> that later. I don't even need to talk about that right now. I'm going back to baseball though, and I'll just throw one more point out before our boy Kevin throws his verdict down because I want to win one fight out of these <laughs> arguments. And I feel like baseball, the sport, represents movies. As I said. Uh, from a variety of different genres of movies, but they also hit on different uh, target markets. There's there's kids baseball movies, and there's adult, and there's raunchy baseball movies. I feel like hockey and basketball, for the most part, like if we're gonna take like Mike out of the equation for basketball, <laughs> and what's that movie Kevin Durant made recently? Like nobody I, watched I'm not that. What it is nobody watched that. I didn't, even, I didn't even know he made a movie. Oh yeah, he made a movie, <laughs> but like they make real bad kids. It's, movies. it's called Thunderstruck. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> Hey, but for every Thunderstruck, there's a Space Jam, okay? There's only one Space Jam. And on that note, not basketball, I'd like to make my point for basketball that they they consistently have the best basketball players in that movie, in their movies, and it's not always a bad thing. Like, can you say that about football, hockey, or baseball? Like, Michael Jordan, the best at the time, what other, like, widely regarded like best in that sport would you see in a movie that actually is good and does well i don't want to see athletes in a movie they're shitty actors i'd rather see good actors <laughs> valid point ken griffey jr shows up in i believe <laughs> angels in the maybe I'm all the basketball positive. players that showed he up shows in, like up. mike that yeah. was terrible I didn't, yeah they mike medano shows up in mighty no Bucks. uh what's that's his true name? dirk dirk was good in like mike he was terrible man. yeah he was, he was pretty bad <laughs> can i get the autograph money <laughs> what's, what's her name dirk, dirk. <laughs> Uh, okay. Give us a verdict. Give us a verdict. All right. Um, this is tough, man. I mean, you... do you have any like thing that would help decide this argument? Yeah, any you questions can... for us. Take personal loyalty to sports outside. Well, I mean, okay, so like, so like basketball would have to go out the window if that was the case, right? See you, um, Paulo. Football. Like, Bye. That's, you have so much back and forth, and it's it's so much drama within. Like, so much can happen within a split second with basketball. Same thing with hockey. This is where I'm gonna have to like uh, separate. Baseball with, I mean, it, it, they're like, baseball has had a lot of success when it comes to movies throughout the years, but when it comes to like hitting home with me specifically, and when it comes to hitting home with like being um, so much of like good and so much of bad, so much of like this and there, it's like it's hard because baseball doesn't really do that. Why you guys gotta have me on the sports movie I, podcast with the judge who hates baseball? No, this is I, not fair. The I, deck is stacked against me. I'm not down. No, 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 wait, no. He's leaving the room, guys. Come, Jory, come back. Jory, come back. Jory, that's, my, that's my room, Jory. That's not the front door. <laughs> no, but uh, like you made very good points for baseball. I, I'm not gonna discredit that. But I'm not gonna win, is what you're saying. I, that's what I'm okay. getting to. <laughs> but when it comes to hockey and basketball, uh, for this one. I am ha- gonna have to give it to, to Carson for that one. Damn it! I'm wow. Wow. Your they're, 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 card, Kevin. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> they they both play very similarly. They're both very both very back and forth. There's both the same amount of drama here, both the same amount of drama on the back end, like offense and defense. I mean, it's it's tough. So uh, you can have more of it, more drama of it on the the hockey perspective, and it has had a little bit more success, and it, it like. 
I'm sorry. I follow. I, Yo, I, he can't come to pick up ball next week. Because <laughs> y'all scared of a dog. Whoop y'all asses to that, too. Do you got those like bike shoes? I don't need them. Okay. <laughs> oh, those will come back later, too. Trust me. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm going to have to give it up to, to Carson for that so one. So 1-1-0 one, one, for me. Thanks. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> hey, Jory, you know what? It took, it took me four episodes to get my first. And you know right. what? Just like, have me back, please. That's just you, but most of the topic was being talked about basketball for that one i mean like yeah. and he still lost so i mean hey, i got i got all the love for basketball as i said earlier baseball 1a basketball 1b i can't pick between I know. them so i think i might have actually on the questionnaire picked basketball and carson may have forced my hand into baseball so <laughs> just throwing the disclaimer out there for my <laughs> and friends you know you do a good job. for my I friends that listen to this and call me and say you like basketball more no i like them both the same so we all kind of excluded football from this book. Can we all kind of agree that football yes. Probably probably the best has one. the yes. best Yes, yes, absolutely. That's why you excluded it. <laughs> absolutely. That's why you excluded it. That's yeah. why you completely excluded it. Yes, like, football by far the best. For the oh, same yes. reason that we took out combat sports movies. Yeah, football yeah. just can't be included in this yeah. because it, 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 it's And the too... same reason why y'all took out Marvel out of the cinematic universe. It just... It's an obvious answer. Exactly. Yeah. You know it's going to be football. Whoever yeah. has football... You got to take out the easy ones. All right. All right, anyways. Um... So it's getting at that halfway through the episode. Oh. But before we go, <laughs> pop quizzes, assholes. Oh, shit. What? Oh, shit. Y'all ain't ready for this. All right, so I got a question for you guys. If you guys want to start a football team, who do you start, who do you bench, and who do you cut? I got Shane Falco. Oh, I thought I was going to have to pick. My <laughs> like 52 teammates. I was like, I got to go. Nah, nah, nah. So I got three players. I got Shane Falco, Steeman Willie Beeman, Ooh. and Paul Crew. <laughs> Who do you pick? Can well, you Carson explain that picks second one? Steam and Willie Beeman from Any Given Sunday. Okay. The backup yeah, yeah, yeah. quarterback that comes give, out Give us a little context on the three. Okay, so Shane Falco is from the replacements. He is the uh, replacement quarterback after they had the strike. Uh, and they had to go and get um, a non-football player. He used to be a football player. And they brought him into... To, what was it? Uh, they were... I forgot what, what happened during the movie. It was, it was lockout. There, there was, was a lockout. Strike. That's exactly strike. what it was. Strike. Player strike. 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 So there was a player strike, so they had to get... Um, replacement players to fulfill uh, to, to replace them in the during the regular season. So they got a bunch of replacement players, and then Shane Falco was their replacement quarterback, and he actually ended up having a pretty dope season. Um, Steeman Willie Beeman from any given Sunday was the backup quarterback to um, I forgot what his name is. Anyways, he was the backup quarterback. It the, was, the the uh, starting quarterback it was got Jamie Foxx, right? It was Jamie Foxx, yeah. yes. Um, he the uh, Paul Quaid. Was Paul Quaid was the starting quarterback. He got injured, Dennis and then Quaid? Dennis, whatever, man. <laughs> Who's Paul Quaid? I don't know. Listen, I, you know why? Because Paul Crew is here, and I was looking at. Yeah, that, that's okay. Yeah, that's, that's exactly okay. why. So Dennis Quaid got injured in the movie. Uh, Jamie Foxx came in. He, he was the replacement quarterback, and he ended up having a stellar season. Ended up leading them towards almost the playoffs. And then you got Paul Crew, who was like the MVP of the league. Of the prison league. Who was the Asterisk man. prison no, no, league. No, no, no. He was the MVP of the actual league in the movie. We're still, we're still fighting. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> not giving up. Not giving up. I, Never I, back I, down. We all know who he's not picking. <laughs> you ever seen it. that movie? <laughs> and we're, so Paul Crew played by Adam Sandler. Uh, he was the MVP of the league. Uh, got sent to prison uh, for a DUI, but he had a whole lot of trouble. Point shaving. Got kicked out of the league. Um, so pick a, you're making so, a good case for him right now. So he's a dope quarterback, though. So right? pick a quarterback is the question between so those I'm, three. I'm, I'm talking about who are you picking like to, to to start. Who are you picking to bench as your second secondary quarterback, and who are you cutting altogether from your team from these three? I'm picking, and this is going to sound weird because I picked Paul Crew as earlier, but I'm picking Shane Falco as my starting as quarterback. Take away his, but I only, would too. I 
Only see- because I'm picking Paul Crew to come off the bench midway through the season when Shane Falco absolutely collapses. <laughs> if you have, he that he's going to eventually get himself hurt. He plays way too aggressively, way too, like, he's going to get a broken leg reckless. at some point. Pretty Paul Crew is the perfect come off the bench player. No, but he can take a hit and keep going, though. As the movie was shown, Paul Crew. Yeah, no, no, no. Shane, Shane Falco. Falco. Paul Crew is a great. He's like that veteran backup quarterback who keeps the team together, while Shane Falco is the one who actually What's scores the, the points. <laughs> did you just co- did you just call him like compare him to like Rob Johnson, former backup of the Bills? Like just because he's gonna just because he's gonna ride the bench for 15 years of his career doesn't mean he's a worthwhile quarterback. I'm laughing, yeah, but I, I mean, like, football is such a sport. He's trash. If you have somebody who's borderline half coach, half player, sure. that's such a big value to football teams, and I think like Paul Krug can do that. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. You so know you, what? I'm cutting Steeman Willie Beeman. Yeah, fuck Jamie Foxx. <laughs> I will start Paul Crew as well. Um, no, not as well. He's oh, sorry, not starting. Sorry. Uh, my bad. I will start <laughs> Paul Crew. I, I just zoned out. Uh, <laughs> I'll start Paul Crew. Yeah. I will cut Shane Falco. And, uh, You're cutting be- Shane Falco! Let me finish. Oh, jeez. I, I, I have a I soft will, spot for him. I, so do I, but let me finish. Okay, okay, okay. I will bring Stephen Willie Beeman off the bench because that's, when he, that's how we got good uh, okay. when he was coming okay. off the bench. Point, also, he's point. a head case. Uh, so, and when they inevitably, uh, the two of them, like, when Paul Crew goes to jail and Stephen Willie Beeman gets, like, has his own troubles being a team player, then Shane Falco can come back and replace As the them. replacement? <laughs> yeah, see, I, I, I was so honestly, she, honestly... So he's the replacement. He's the re- okay, he's replacement again. Replacement. Honestly, that was my same strategy, uh, when I came to my answer as well. Like, Shane Falco, I can't cut him because the guy's a legend and he can take a hit, so he's gotta be on the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh... I got to give Paul Crew the start, I guess, out of all three of those. But as was aforementioned, like, that guy's going to shave points. He's going to go to jail. His career's over. Willie Beeman's going to come in. His teammates are going to hate him. They're going to rival up against him. Shane Falco was the only one of those two that his teammates loved. Until Paul Crew won over the prison yard league. (laughs) And you know what, though? We're talking about uh, Paul Crew when he was in his, like, most... Yeah, prime state. So, and when he was that, he uh, he was shaving points. Yeah, he was shaving points. So, to to me, like at the end of the day, Shane Falco's the guy that's gonna take me to the to the. So you starter to the uh, so fake the, Super Bowl. The fake Super Bowl. The fake. I couldn't think of the, the word. Football. I wanted. The Fooper Bowl. The Fooper Bowl. The Fooper Bowl. This is sake. All right. All right. Okay. Um, to add on to that question, real quickly. Oh, sorry. No. Okay. So we're gonna roll off. We're gonna do. Um, we're not gonna add on to that question. My apologies. <laughs> I know that now. Anyways, um, we're gonna kick it up to halftime. The buzzer is sounded, so <laughs> so Paulo, if you could please. All right, uh, we've had uh, a good two quarters of uh, good intense fighting. Um, I think we need a little more motivation uh, for to to keep this episode going. So I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna hand it off to Coach Yost to give us. Ethan, Coach Yost, Coach Yost, okay, Petey. Don't you drift to the strong side. Coach, they're calling a holding penalty on me every time. Did I ask for your excuses? You want to act like a star? You better give me a star effort. Do you hear me? Forget about him. Alan, you're in. Come on. All right. Now, I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure... They remember forever the night they played the Titans. You guys hear that? Oh my god. Coach Yosno! Listen to those goosebumps on my arm. They're popping up. 
Yeah, listen. listen you can feel them. Them. Carson, touch them. You're right. Feel them. Carson, don't feel touch me. Them. Don't touch but, them. Step, but step people at home. There's four dudes in a small apartment. But, Stop touching them, please. No, but people at home, listen to the goosebumps. Anyways, <laughs> um, kicking it to um, the next segment that we're talking about. It's the uh, the best fictional sport. So our... Uh, our guest members, not our guest members, but our panel members, they're going to be talking about... You're the over. guest. You're I, the guest. I know. God damn. Oh, I'm, I'm so loud. I'm no, didn't we give him a new name? His title's Friend going to his show. head. Friend of the show. <laughs> FOS. I like I'm it. I'm the guest. Fuck you motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to be kicking out to the, the panel members. We're going to be talking about um, the best fictional sport. So um, the guys have come up with the best fictional sports that have been created throughout all of like, the movies throughout time. And they're going to be talking about it. So I'm going to give out to Paulo real quickly and he's oh. going to start off. Okay. Yeah? No? Yeah, yeah. no? Let's do yeah. this. Are I'm sure? ready. Are you sure? Left side. Lead, Lead off. Lead <laughs> off. <laughs> All right. Okay, Coach, let's keep it going. Let's go. Um, for my fictional sport, I picked a sport that should be real. No, actually, this would be terrible if it was a real sport. <laughs> the beer almost came out of my nose. <laughs> I picked rollerball. Never should be real. Never. <laughs> Ever. Okay. Are you let's sure? Put, let's put that aside for All now. Right. I picked rollerball. Um, a lot of you may not... Like, nine out of ten of you might not remember this, but it is a brutal sport where, <laughs> excuse me, where basically you have a goal on one end, goal on the other, it's a roller derby with a big metal ball, you whip the ball at the goal to uh, score a goal, sparks fly, it's awesome, but the catch is you can just beat the shit out of everyone else uh, to get to that goal. True, I like uh, that. Violence yes. wins. Violence sells. I like hey, violence. Violence does. I like sell. beating the shit out of somebody. Also, uh, you're everyone's on roller skates. I think there's motorcycles too involved. I think there, there were motorcycles. motorcycles. Yeah, there are motorcycles. There are motorcycles involved, and um, that's my sport. Like, what I did. I've I never really... seen you on roller base or on a motorcycle, so I don't know what you're talking about. Me? I'm not gonna play. <laughs> I'm gonna watch. Yeah, you don't look like a roller <laughs> okay, baller. I'll, I'll be like... the commissioner. I'll be glad. <laughs> it's I'll, it's I'll my sport. Be the commissioner. Yes. All right. All right. But like. Do I really need to say more? It's just violence. Like, it's UFC on on wheels with a ball and, and like, just beating the shit. Well, that's what happens in the UFC. <laughs> like, all right, all right. Okay, fair. That's, that's a, a okay. quick, quick intro to okay, uh, Rollerball. Good, good quick intro. Rollerball 101. All right, Carson, you're next. The year is 1959. <laughs> the movie, Ben-Hur. The, uh... This movie gave us one of the best sports sequences of all time with the chariot races. Uh, there was violence. There was family drama. There was uh, such a great sequence uh, happening in that movie. It was extremely intense. How do you make that better? How can you improve on that? I'll tell you how you do it. You take chariots, replace the horses with fucking jet engines, hey. and you get pod racing. The best <laughs> fictional sport to ever be created. Are you done? Is that it? Because that was pretty good. That's pretty good. That was pretty yeah, good. you know what? I'm I done. That's it. I'm I was done. deeply enthralled in that. That was yeah. good. I like you know, that. he sold it That's super it? well. I'll give that one. That was that well was sold. I'll give that one a golf club. That was well sold. I legit, I, was, I put my, 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 my elbow on the, on the table. I was just looking at him deeply in his Yeah, head. I was captivated. <laughs> I was. Now, let me tear both of those oh, apart. Sure. Let me Let's tear go. both of those Let's apart. <laughs> to me, this question came down to not about what is the best fictional sport that we ever see in a movie, but also what is the best fictional sport we see in a movie that we could play right now, right today, with one object, okay? And that's basketball. What do you need? <laughs> you need humans, and you need a basketball, and a net, obviously, 
is required. But for me, you know, we could grab a driveway, we could grab a ball, and we got how many people here? Let's go play some basketball. We got enough. You know, it combines two different diverse uh, skill sets from two varying sports. Uh, the psych out factor is something we don't really <laughs> see in any other sports that I think would be incredible. I mean, I do that in, in real basketball. I'm sure, but that's different. You're not bending over and like pulling your pants down to draw a bad jump. Maybe you are. You we have not ball together. Play basketball. You don't know how we play. You've been inviting me to soft choice ball for weeks and I keep saying no. That might be why. Uh, also... Here's another thing. We can't drink beer and race pods, and we can't drink beer and do death race, okay? I mean, I mean, yeah, we... I'm pretty sure Sebulba was drinking before the <laughs> Okay, maybe. Maybe. He wasn't drinking beer, he was drinking blue milk. Maybe. Ooh, but, you know, it boils down... It boils I disagree down... with that. The biggest sport on the planet is soccer. Why? Because it's so simple. And basketball, so simple. You need one object and a field with which to play it on. Uh, it's just perfect to me. And it was a great movie. Shouts out. That's those, all I got. Guys. Simple yeah. isn't always better. I mean, like, soccer has the biggest following because it's been around for a very long time. Like, it's it's easy to drink beer and do nothing with, but that doesn't necessarily make it a better sport. I think you want technology in your sports. You want to see how far we can advance sports through technology. Sports? Through fucking jet engines, man. <laughs> I mean, like, who here really enjoys NASCAR? Nobody. I do. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, I just in either of you guys' sport, can someone die in an explosion? Yeah, rollerball. No, I've never seen it happen. <laughs> you haven't seen it yet, but hey, those motorcycle engines, one one wrong move. I mean, it's true. It one could. wrong move. Okay, okay. Right there. Very First of all, it could happen. I'll be upfront. I changed my answer this morning. My original <laughs> answer was Quidditch, but I haven't watched Harry Potter for a long time. But props to Quidditch. Because I feel like Quidditch is the football. Quidditch um, is being played um, on university campuses worldwide by nobody that's having sex at that's, university. That's what okay? <laughs> nobody. That's why we're not using it. So they found a way. Virgins found a way at university <laughs> oh for God, entertainment, and they're playing Quidditch. So shouts out to Quidditch. You but shouts out to the virgins. Too. Shouts out to the, virgins, the virgins at college. Man. But yo, it's the only one of the two fake sports quidditch basketball we could go quote unquote play those sports right now we can't race pods no one's got the balls to death race Should end we, of discussion wait i'm i said rollerball right death race rollerball they're the same sport oh, that, oh i see what you did there you're, i, I you're think rude. death is a it's a positive and a negative because on one hand it raised the stakes and that's what we all want to see in sports is when we see high stakes uh, but like, if we're talking about which sport I would want to play, it would probably be basketball because I couldn't have a possibility of dying. But I think we're talking about which type of sport would I want to watch, and I like for me, pod racing would be the best. I mean, how how long could you really run a pod racing league? Because nine out of the ten racers usually in each die. Race die. <laughs> Yeah, but there's always rich huts willing to you know, fund the sport. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot where the sponsors. Yeah, the sponsors. All right, so just so I don't keep catch keep catching L's this entire podcast, Kevin, can we give this two answers? Which is the best fictional sport to play, and which is the best to watch? Ruling. I mean, I think it, it encompasses everything. Okay, I just want to win. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I would like to add, what was my sport again? Rollerball. Oh, so he doesn't even oh. know his sport. <laughs> These two have both given up on their sport. Poe <laughs> no, no, no. doesn't know what he's arguing. Jory is talking about the one that he almost picked. I'm the only one who's steadfast sticking with pod racing. You know what, this though, is mine. I, he's, oh, only, he's only almost talking about the one he picked, which is Quidditch, because it's the easiest one. It's like picking football out of all the arguments that we talked about. You should have stuck with it. It is the best. But it's easy. <laughs> but it's easy. And like that, you know what? It, 
would be the one that would win the conversation. But fuck. sorry, that, fuck. That, <laughs> no, that's, no, you're damn it. I'm just yourself. You, you've done a great job so Thank far. Thank you, sir. You've done a great job back, so far. Back to what I was trying to say. I would just like to make the point that yeah. uh, pod racing was in the worst Star Wars movie of all time. It was the only reason it was good, <laughs> right? Yeah, must have been really fucking good if it's. <laughs> good about it. That's also a very good point, Kevin. Um, so if I'm gonna okay, if I'm gonna rule, uh, if I'm gonna make my judgment. I'm going to have to pick basketball. Yes. I caught a W. He got it. I got he it. finally got We're it. We're on the board. You know what? It's it's the one sport that encompasses a lot of, like, everything. Who doesn't enjoy playing sport while drinking? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... And rollerball, I'm sorry, Paulo. <laughs> you forgot the name of the damn sport. Like, midway through your... your that's your... why I lost. <laughs> no, not even just that, because, like, it's really... Paulo can't rollerblade either. You... <laughs> I, hey, the commissioner doesn't need to do <laughs> shit. <laughs> And, and for uh, pod racing, I mean, you can find the same thing with NASCAR. You can find the same thing with Formula One racing. I apologize. You did a great job. Yo, you know what? His his opening statement had me... Oh, I was hooked, I was, man. I was, I was captivated. captivated. I, yeah. was, I was. I was. I sat here and looked at him. I didn't even look at him in his eye. I looked at him in his beard. I was like, God damn, man. That is okay, a beard. I thought he was Ben Hur. Kevin, it's getting weird. I'm sorry. But yeah. Jory, I would have to give it to you. That was... You know what? Thank you, you sir. You took it. That Thank was, you. You got it. Just Correct me if I'm wrong, Scorekeep, but is it 1-1-1 one, one, one right is. now going it into is. perhaps the final question? Ooh, let me get a I like this. All right, so for the tiebreaker, for, for the for the king of the day, we're going to do um, the the best b-ball lineup, and you get to pick any character from any basketball team or any character that plays any sports throughout, that, that, with, with all the movies that have been made, as your starting five, who would you pick? We're excluding Space Jam. Fair no space, space jam. jam. Yeah, that's true. Because I mean, you can really just pick the monsters and win. Yeah, and it's that's over. just it's, it's no, not even just that. The Looney Tunes can literally do anything. That's fair too. That's true too. And you have Michael Jordan, and he's not allowed to be on this. So <laughs> we're gonna Unless start off. He's in the body of someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to throw that. Anyways, out. I don't know why. <laughs> Anyways, shadow. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna carry this on. Um, I'm gonna start off with Jory since you won the last round. All right, this one is yours. Respect. Respect. Take it away. Uh, for me, my basketball team, I'll do it by position because okay. I think that's important. Yeah. I think you just can't throw a mismatch of players that are all similar heights. And uh, you, you got to have some clarity about who's playing where. So we're going to start with the big men and work our way down. Um, so the starting center on my fictional basketball team uh, is Neon Boudot from the movie Blue Chips. My reason he makes the squad, he was a dominant young big man showing polish and poise in college and just dominating the paint down low. It doesn't ha- doesn't like it helps the fact that he's also Shaq. He was Shaq, so that was <laughs> cool too and who doesn't love Shaq That's Diesel? My argument. Uh my power forward, you know, beside the big bruiser, we need some high flying, we need some athleticism. Uh so my man Sele from the air up there. Rough. We saw the guy where was he from? Can someone remind me where that movie took place? Africa? Something like that. But <laughs> anyways, Congo. some random tribe of some sort. So so you don't the, even know where your players are from? Dude, I didn't <laughs> anyways, Sele, man, the guy we don't even see him play college ball, NBA ball. We see him play like Mongolian I, I street ball or something like that. And the guy is just a dominant force, and who knows what he could be with some proper coaching. Some proper practice, some good teammates around him. I think that's the guy running rim to rim, blocking shots, throwing down alley oops. That's your man right there. That's your glue guy. Okay. My three man, my three man is the god Jesus Shuttlesworth from He Got Game. What can't this guy not do? All around offense, defense, shooting, passing. I don't need to say anymore. I think he's on all of our teams, perhaps. 
No. Maybe just yeah. one other. <laughs> my shooting guard is Billy yeah. Hoyle from White Men Can't Jump for three very big reasons. The jumper. I think the guy misses one alley-oop in the middle of the movie no, and doesn't was, miss was, a single it was, jumper. It was more than one. He, not an alley-oop. He was trying to dunk the ball. Okay, so he, he misses, misses a dunk. A few times. A few times. Okay. But still. The jumper is wet. The jumper is, is wet. It is, it is. He's intense. And the guy talks a fuck ton of trash. Yeah, and that is a, that is a important. That's a big part of basketball. That's your two? That's your two? That's my two. Yeah, two my okay. one, to round it up, yeah. is my man Scott Howard, Woo! a.k.a. the Teen Wolf. Woo! And the Teen Wolf... The Teen Wolf he, he is... He happens to be here this, in the room. Right yeah, now. the Teen Wolf is integral to this lineup. Yo, my, man, my man Scott was not only a baller as Scott Howard, but he was amazing he was as a team he could ball no he couldn't man yes he could no he couldn't not in the movie I, I, I'm sorry I have to break it to you he could not ball in the movie so he was only a baller as a wolf yes I disagree I apologize I no. disagree. No, but they're picking him as team wolf yeah, okay. okay I'll take just the wolf there and that's my point guard <laughs> and he I'll... can fly but he has to turn into the team wolf okay that's my lineup I'm sticking I, with I it, it. Okay. Um, respect to all the, the passing members from yeah. uh the Sixth Man and all those other movies. Props to Juana Man. Uh, couldn't include him slash her. But uh, that's my five, and I'm sticking with it. All right, I like it. That's good. All right, solid, solid starting five. Thank you, sir. Um, we'll <laughs> I'm looking at this whole list here, so I'm gonna pick Paula. Can you explain to me your starting five, please? Oh, oh, can I? <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go the opposite direction. I'm gonna start with my point guard. Yeah. I took Calvin Cambridge from Like Mike okay. with the shoes, obviously. Well, okay, you can't pick him without the shoes. No, definitely okay. not. Point guard. So, imagine Michael Jordan, but like three foot six. So, not that good. So, not amazing. As good. He can still dunk, he has all the skills, and, but he can run under your legs. Like, how do you guard that, really? Like, close it's guarding. Your legs. It's like guarding an ant. Close your legs. You tell a basketball player to close your legs, like when you're. When yeah, that's fair. Full court, yeah. five on five? Come on. But he's not so, going to go under your legs all the time. Point. At the end of the day, it's Lil Bow Wow, though, hey, so... Yeah. Whatever. Hey, he's going to keep save, doing it. Save it for you. He's going to keep your, doing your it until you stop it. Uh, okay, okay. At shooting guard, I have Clarence, a.k.a. Coffee Black. Coffee Black. From Semi-Pro, played Unleaded. by Andre 3000. Okay. Um, he was the only one on that team, on the Flint Tropics, that was worth a damn. All right? That guy single-handedly... Just he's he scored all their points basically, and that's what you need from the shooting guard, especially on my starting five. Trust me, you'll see it as it plays out. Uh, side note: that fro uh, <laughs> has got to classic. go. Has got to go. <laughs> no, I like no. it. I like it. I like the fro, but it has anything to do with the game. Has nothing um, to do with the game. Starting at small forward, <laughs> uh, six five ish, six six. No, it's like six four. Uh huh. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Deacon Moss from the longest yard. Somebody says, yo, Played. audience members, can somebody you please... Can, you can fact check this. I'm research this. this. I don't At small sport, basically, Deacon Moss from the longest yard, played by Michael Irvin. 40-year-old Michael Irvin. Wait, you know what, though? You, hey, hey. He, let, he could ball. He could ball. He, he could ball. ball. He, and you know what? They, You know how they say, uh, no blood, no foul? This guy played with real prison rules, all right? He can take a hit. You need an enforcer on your basketball team. That's the guy. Yeah, but we're playing right. five on five. Huh? You like, are playing five on five, but huh? I guarantee you, he's gonna lock down your best player. Six foot two. Six foot two. Hey, that's six foot two with a prison body. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Fair. At power forward. Fair point. Fair that's point. a strong six yeah. two. Yeah, that hey, is. At power forward, you got Forrest Gump. What? Forrest Gump. <laughs> let me finish. All right. 
I can see That's all your all face. I can see your faces right now. Yeah. Forrest Gump in the character himself is six six. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Tom Hanks may be like five eleven. Forrest Gump is six six. So do we go and do the median of it, or do we pick Forrest? No, Gump the character is six six. Hey, okay. Okay. I'll talk with Dennis Rodman. He's six eight. Thank you. He's an undersized power forward. You tell me this guy's Dennis Rodman. He is Dennis Rodman without the off-court drama. All How right? does he play with leg braces? How does he, he doesn't have them anymore? <laughs> that's the thing. All right, so okay. when you think okay. of a defensive stopper, you think of someone that's fast and that has good hands. What did Forrest Gump do? He ran like the wind, and he played ping pong at the Olympic level. He has quick hands. Hey, who who can follow that that ping pong ball? I tried playing ping pong. It's tough. All right. And he plays tennis, so. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Not Forrest Gump, me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Forrest Gump, and he doesn't have that off-court drama. He's coachable. He tells you exactly, you tell him exactly what to do. You stop this guy, he does it. He, like... It's coachable as fuck, you're right. Uh, fish He's the coachable. shrimp, he does it. You trying right? to tell me Forrest Gump is guarding Sele? Come on. Forrest Gump is guarding Sele. <laughs> I will tell you that. <laughs> I'd pay for that. Look, Sele, you... Okay. I'll save this for later. You have a big front line, but I don't see a lot of speed there. So you're trying to play small ball, is what you're saying? I play small ball okay. right now. But small ball works hey, sometimes. Every small ball lineup needs a big man, all right? And uh, uh-huh, okay. respects to Jory, I picked Neon Bordeaux as hey. well from Blue Chips. Okay. You know why? Because it's Shaq. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Hall of Fame and one of the greatest big men of all time. Okay, I see that. And a great actor. Props, Kazam. <laughs> I will. I will. I Boy, I will not pour one out for that. I, I almost fell off my chair. But yeah, you know what? Great center. Great That's actor. Really about debatable. Median actor. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Alright, Joey. Since you want to weigh in, please weigh in with your, your starting five. I started wait. already. It's Carson's turn. <laughs> Did we, oh, I'm sorry. Too much beers. That's okay. Uh, Carson, I apologize. I it's thought you were about to point to me again. Oh, shit. Carson, please, if you, if you will. Uh, okay, so I'm going to jump back and forth a little bit about how I introduced my lineup because uh, my lineup is really all about team chemistry and how they work together. Yeah. Uh, and I think uh, I'm going to kind of phrase it in that way. Uh, so like Jory, I'm going to go with Scott Howard, uh, Teen Wolf, as my point guard. Uh, this guy can do everything on the court. He can dunk. Yeah. He can play low. He, he's also a under, really underrated passer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a little bit of selfishness in his game, but he learns from that quickly. Uh, and he has, I think better uh passing skills than billy hoyle um i think he can really control the game and really like help feed the rest of the team uh the shooting forward i'm gonna have on my team is jesus shuttlesworth uh as mentioned hmm? shooting guard small forward or shooting guard small forward small forward okay. <laughs> sorry you said small shooting guard <laughs> <laughs> forward these guys are just they're Multi-positional. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. uh, so Jesus combo. again, like positionless basketball. Yeah, okay. uh, Jesus, he is mentally tough. His father trained him from a young age. Yeah. He can put up with any trash talker. He has no weaknesses in his game. He's also the son of God. He is six foot nine, I think. No, no, he's, no, he's like six. He's like six. Uh, no, no, Ray Allen is like six foot nine. No, he's not. No, oh, no sorry. Not. Six foot five. Six foot five. He's like six five, six six. Yeah. Anyway, he's pretty tall for Still, uh, like tall. <laughs> for a what? For most of the people that we're playing against, like six five is going to be one of the taller players in these games. Uh, he has a great game. Again, unselfish, very coachable. He's going to help the rest of his team. Uh, him and Scott Howard together, like they're just going to be feeding the rest of the guys on his team. Yeah. Uh, at shooting guard, we're going to have Buddy from Airbud. Ah, 
shit. Okay. Buddy okay. physically, and this is just science, folks. He's going to have more endurance than anyone else on the field. It's, it's true, though. People Dogs are going to be getting running, tired. Running. People are going to be slowing down. Buddy's just going to be running along. And for anyone that's missed this, Bud, Buddy is a dog. Airbud, he's Air the Bud. best Air dog Bud. who's ever played basketball. What a good boy. Never and has missed a shot. And volleyball, and soccer, and soccer. I wasn't even going to include that, but yeah, I guess it's kind of cheating. But like, he's good at every sport. He's good at everything he does. And let's not forget, we're talking about movies here. Uh, Stanley once talked about who would win in a fight for comic book movies, and he said it's not about their powers. It's who does the writer want to win. Tell me one writer that would write a basketball movie where a dog loses. No one would ever write that. Buddy is the I, ultimate, like, <laughs> he's always going to win because the writer and the audience and the crowd always wants Buddy to win. Yo, if um, I wrote Air Bud, he gets hit by a car at the ooh. end of the movie. Straight <laughs> twist. up. A fucking twist. Already lost this argument. Now, let's see. Let, we need to keep Buddy motivated, though. How do you do that? How about someone who's taken out cheeseburgers oh, mid-game? You got Cheeseburger Eddie <laughs> from the longest yard. So who is he? What is he going to be proud of? about Cheeseburger Eddie. He's uh, power, power forward. forward. Okay. Uh, because he demonstrated in the basketball scene of The Longest Yard that he is a great shot blocker. Yeah, yeah. He can come out of nowhere, even when he's not on the court, come in and block a shot. Yeah. Uh, he's got physicality. And also, as we talked about earlier, shit talk and trash talking is such a big part of the game. I would argue that Cheeseburger Eddie is among one of the biggest shit talkers in the game. He's oh, going to yeah. rile up everyone. He's going to get them off their game because he's always in their face. He's always talking shit. And also just physically superior the guy is jacked as hell he's gonna go up against <laughs> hey, everyone he's gonna that's, be terry, that's, that's terry cruz right yeah, yeah. and then talking about strength i'm gonna go to my sender chief from one flew over the cuckoo's nest i know most of you listening probably who have not watched this movie Guaranteed. uh chief <laughs> basically he's in there as my rebounder he's tall he's gonna sit under the net he's gonna grab those rebounds and we're talking about strength this guy at the end of the movie ripped a water fountain out of the ground of a prison asylum and threw it through a window and ran out of it to his freedom. Like, ultimately, Chief is one of the strongest guys out there. He's one of the biggest guys out there. He has that strength. His, moan, his main weakness is, can, does he care enough to actually, like, bring his A-game? And, and can you he got, get out of the straitjacket? You got Buddy. You got <laughs> Cheeseburger Eddie. You got Teen Wolf. These guys are bringing so much energy and momentum and motivation to the game. Chief is actually going to bring that full potential. They're going to get the best out of each other. We got Cheeseburgers feeding a dog. We got Energy feeding Chief. We got... <laughs> Teen Wolf giving great passes to everyone. This is a great lineup right here. And There's some chemistry win. there. Chemistry. Yeah, that's good. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. So, All right, I'm, I'm talking shit right away. Okay, oh, let's talk oh, about... Okay, do your thing! <laughs> let's talk shit. about Billy Hoyle for a second. Right, let's do it. This guy <laughs> cannot make good decisions. Anytime he's done anything good in his life, anytime he has an advantage, he's always gambling everything to like prove himself or all you got to do is talk shit about his ego and all of a sudden he's taking chances that he has no business taking and ultimately he made that dunk at the end that wasn't a real dunk it was an alley-oop he's no never dunk. actually made a dunk by himself put in the, the rim. he put it in but he didn't it's carry it up himself it was just it's an alley-oop you're right he's easy you wanna, to get you under talk about good decisions like your your point guard uh air bud can get distracted by a little chew toy at the side of the court. He's my shooting guard, actually. Oh, sorry, shooting, shooting guard. Shooting yeah, honestly, forward. honestly, if you want to talk about Billy Hoyle and, like, rip him apart, like, 
you have two guys on your lineup that look like they couldn't play more than three minutes in a basketball game without puking on the sidelines. <laughs> Who are we talking about? Who are we talking about? Like, talking about? The, uh, what is Chiefs endurance, okay? And how much water, how much water do we have to have on the sidelines and kibble for Buddy? And, like, you don't need kibble, he's got Eddie. cheeseburgers! Who's sponsoring? He's just throwing cheeseburgers. Who he got him in his pants, he got him in his head, he got him everywhere. Carson, Carson. This is when, the most animated I've ever seen, Carson. <laughs> Carson, Wendy's or McDonald's? Who is sponsoring so Cheeseburger close. Eddie? No, it's McDonald's. It's McDonald's? Yeah. McDonald's. Okay. Yo. Okay, he's getting McDoubles. Sorry, as a dog owner, it's not healthy to feed your dog. It's not. Don't do it, please. Especially if they're McDoubles dressed like Max. Oh, shit. But you gotta pay extra for those. Feed me those. Feed me those. Please. Uh, and also, in regard to Chief's endurance, uh, he spends the entire credits of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest running into the horizon. He never stops. It's all about motivation. Like, you see him in the game, and it seems like he's... How long are the credits? It's fucking, like, the whole credits, man. Okay, I get that he's... I get, Carson, I get that he's motivated to escape from prison, but tell me why he's motivated on a basketball court. No, like, it's, it's motivated just in general. And, like, when he's on the basketball court, he doesn't care... Because he doesn't see what the point of basketball is. but <laughs> So you need motivating, motivational people. Scott Howard, very motivational individual. Uh, I don't think you're going to talk shit about Scott Howard because he's also he's on your team. No, I can't rip up. Jesus. Then allow me. Oh! What's more inspirational than a golden retriever playing basketball? With like, a wolf. Yeah. <laughs> All right, rebuttal? Follow? Can, can Scott Howard play when there's no full moon? I mean, like... Yeah, actually, he has full control over his well worth powers. It's fully based on his anger. It's not based on Full Moon at all. That's canon of the movie. Apparently, you didn't watch the movie. He has to get angry and emotional. I haven't. No, no. So, in the movie, he uh, can decide whether he... Like, the wolf becomes popular, and he makes decisions about when he does or does not appear as the wolf. Uh, For example, there's the prom that's part of the movie, or a dance, or whatever it's called. And it's like, will he show up as the wolf? Will he show up as the person? Everyone wants him to be as a wolf. He shows the mature ability to show up as the person to be who he genuinely is. I don't know. So he has full control over your, your team. Count, your team captain seems like a real head case. Wait, team. who's oh? Y'all didn't name who your team captains were. Huh? No one named who their team captains were. Is oh. it the point guards, or do you have specific people who are the team captains? My team captain is Calvin Cambridge. Paulo, how can you Calvin leave Cambridge? How can you yeah, leave Jesus Shuttlesworth out of your lineup? You that is disgraceful, because, because and your I, lineup is invalid. I do not need him. My. Okay, let's go back to Calvin Cambridge. You have Forrest Gump. I think you need all the help you can get. Yeah. <laughs> you have Forrest Gump. What's I'm wrong with Forrest ste- Gump, Carson? I'm going to steal Calvin's shoes. <laughs> Leave him alone. Yeah, don't. Yeah, what's wrong with Forrest Gump, Carson? <laughs> Tom Hanks is 5'10. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything else about Forrest Gump. I'm just saying he's 5'10, <laughs> sure, not 6'5. I don't know who Tom Hanks in the, is in this world. I, I, I know who Forrest Gump is, and he's a lockdown defense. I don't think that the coached? book has any credit oh, towards the movie. Time out. Can he be coached? Of course he you know can what? be I coached. Think, I think he's the most coachable out he, of everyone here. He, Forrest he, Gump yeah. is the most. You might yeah. be right. No, no. To be, coachable? No. He is. Definitely. Forrest Gump would be very I mean, coachable. And Air Bud if you have enough treats. His one command was run for Forrest Gump. And that motherfucker ran. <laughs> Props. Okay, so let's talk about Deacon Moss. He's going to be on the court for four minutes before he calls, uses up all six fouls and is fouled out of the game. He can't score a single point without punching someone in the face oh my or God. elbowing someone in the face. Of course he, he has can. way too much prison Look, rules, way too much We're violence. talking about playoff basketball, okay? This, like, no blood, no foul. Like, the, you, these refs let a lot of things go. Since when were we in the playoffs? Huh? Playoffs? Look, you build your, you build your playoffs. teams. You build teams for the playoffs. I just hope we can win a game. <laughs> <laughs> you build your team for the playoffs. The, the regular season doesn't matter. I think we should put this uh, this this debate to the social media. Maybe do like a little poll of some sort and let the fans, all 10 of you, 
decide. No, uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to decide right now. <laughs> Wait. As, and game over. No, it's done. say that, as, as the social media update guy, Final I arguments. do like that idea, but Final no arguments? one will vote. Fair no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I've heard everything. I'm going to give you guys one more chance with your final arguments to, to give me the reason why you deserve this win. Okay? Paulo, we'll start with you. Let's talk about matchups, okay? Okay. What's the most dominant team right now in the NBA? Golden State Warriors. Nah, debatable. Excuse me? That's Dom- not a debate. You know what dominance is? Right now. In t- dominance. NBA. Dominance. No, you, you, you can go either way with Cleveland or the Warriors. Dominance means who beat Cleveland in the finals. Who beat Warriors the year before? They've won two out of three finals. But they're not dominant. Sounds dominant. like that point didn't go very far. Oh my Anyways, God. Dominant. Anyways, so, try again, okay, Paulo. Go on, go on. Go on. They're, they are consistently winning the most games in the NBA right now. All right? The Warriors. They're playing small ball. You got ball. Cleveland, you got this Spurs, is what I, you got... I, you have them, but they're losing. <laughs> so, okay. we, we, you have a small ball team yeah. that's defensively minded yeah. with two, two core scorers. Yeah. And, uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Defensively minded, two scores, everyone knows their role, and they're tough. Alright? You got prison rules, Deacon Moss, you got Shaq, you got Forrest Gump who's locking down anyone coming through the lane with those quick hands and that quick feet. And then you just you got you basically have Michael Jordan at at the point guard. Alright? Okay. You can't beat that. First of all, Airbud, talking about matchups, Airbud versus Calvin Cambridge, Airbud's gonna just wanna play like lick at his Lick is what? Lick is what? Lick is what? But four, three. That's all I got to say. Whatever. All right. All right. Let me go next. Let me go next. So, so my lineup deconstruction of Carson and Paulo's lineup. All right. Do you think? Kelvin Cambridge. I'll steal the motherfucker's shoes, and he's not doing anything. Okay. If we're talking real NBA basketball, Carson, Air Bud's not stepping on the court, and Cheeseburger Eddie isn't eating cheeseburgers during intermission. Um, <laughs> Scott Howard can turn on his wolf ability when he wants. I don't think the NBA can be, you know, I don't know if that's discriminatory. I don't know if that's racism, but they can't say, hey, man, you can't be a wolf on the court. If he wants to be a wolf on the court, he's going to be a he's wolf on him. the court. Is he still him? And you're going to have to agree with me because guess what? He's in your lineup too. It's how he And Jesus it. Shuttlesworth, Sele, Boudot, <laughs> and Billy Hoyle, all four of those motherfuckers, they can ball. You got a dog, and I'll just have some <laughs> kibbles and bits in the fucking other end of the stadium, and he's going to be distracted and game over. So I think, honestly, my five is beating your five, Carson, and your five, Paulo. Five. Four out of four. Four. Three. Finals. Two. One. I'm done. <laughs> okay, as, as a quote from Airbud goes, ain't nothing in the rules that say a dog can't play. Uh, Billy Hoyle, we've never seen him play five-on-five basketball. There's a reason he didn't make summer pro league. I think this is it. He has a history of bad decision-making. I don't think he can play the complexity of a five-on-five basketball game. Deacon Moss is going to get fouled out. Buddy is going to chew up like Mike's shoes. And Forrest Gump has never played basketball before. All these people are going to ruin themselves. My team is built towards everyone makes everyone else better. They're going to play the best that they can out of everyone. You have a crazy And with time to spare! All right, okay, so I'm going (laughs) to... You guys all made very valid points. Uh, I'm gonna go b- based on position wise. Um, this yo, kudos to you guys. All very solid points. But I'm gonna have to give it to Jory for this one. Woo! Winner of the podcast. What? And I podcast. I will. I, you know what? And I'll break it down for you guys uh, based on this. So you go like everyone's named their strengths, but here come the weaknesses. Like when it comes to the point guard stuff, Calvin Harris. This guy, you take his shoes away, he's done. 
He, sh- he breaks his shoes. There's Calvin old- Cambridge, not Calvin Harris. Oh. Yeah, we're not we're not at a dubstep concert. I mean, Relax. <laughs> you know what, man? I've had way too many beers. You know what I'm saying. Anyways, Cal- Calvin Cambridge, take away his shoes. He breaks his shoes. Game over. Hey, it didn't work out for the villain and like Mike, all right? And then... <laughs> they still... He still broke his shoes. Then he can play anymore. Not because they did take away. That's all you have to do, though. You take his shoes away. Game over. That's it. From point guard, done. He still won the game. Then you have the two team wolves from Carson and Jory's team. They cancel out. Then you got the shooting guards. I mean, you got Air Bud. Granted, he didn't miss a shot, but he's very easily taken out of a game. You really can take him out of a game pretty easily. So he's he's cancel out for me. We got the cheeseburgers. Carson put a lot of thought into it. He did. Respect. I liked it. It's Respect. very out of the box. Respect. Yo, with the Chief too, I like that. That's very out of the box. But when it comes to the centers, yo, Shaq playing Neon Boudou, yo, that man will beat out Chief any day. So I'm going to give it to Paulo and Jory for that one. And then I'll give the power forward out to, oh, Saleh from the air up there. 6'10", the boy can run like a deer. Back and forth, up and down the court. That no, that's that's that young Giannis yeah. Antetokounmpo. Sale, that's young Giannis. Yeah. The shooting guard, Billy Hoyle over, like I said, Air Bud and Clarence. Cause the Clarence? Boy, the boy did not miss. He's not a dunker. He's not athletic. The boy can, he can play a combo guard. He's a point guard and he's a shooting guard. He can, yo, he can do it. He can do it those ways for you. And then what am I missing? Small forward. Okay, so I got small forward. I got Deacon Moss. I'm sorry, Paula, but... You got Deacon Moss? Yes! Michael Irvin! Yes! No, man. Oh, my He's a goodness. football player. He, yo, he's he's going to get you 6,000 in the first two minutes. Who is he? Peter Iskandar? Goddamn, I'm telling you. The wow, boy, that's rude. Get, <laughs> he will get you so many damn fouls, too damn quick. He's not going to be You have six game. fouls. Hey, if as long as he's coached right, he can he can save those no, fouls. No, he can't. No, he can't. You can't coach that, man. No, man. You can't coach that. He is going to get fouled out. He's going to get way too many If Paul Crew can do it, any coach can do it. Because he was coachable. Deacon Moss is not coachable. No, I mean, if Paul Crew can coach him, any coach can do it. All he can give you is is defense and a little bit of athleticism. Jesus Shuttleworth can give you shooting. He can give you defense. He can give you pretty much... like He's an all-around player. So I would take him over that and then... The overall team is going to go to Jory because it just it just meshes so well. You got athleticism, you got offense, you got defense, you got size, you got speed. Sorry, Jory. I mean, sorry, everybody else. Jory, you take <laughs> sorry, Jory, you win. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, my man. You win today's. Uh, Who wins the podcast? I win the I'm podcast. All right, it is time to wrap up another podcast. So as we always do, we're going to give our uh, our recommendations of what we're looking forward to coming out over the next month. Uh, Kevin, how about you go first? Oh, goddamn, I did not research this. I do not uh, know. Paulo, go one, first. So, please, Paulo. All right, so, uh, I am going to recommend Bodied, which is coming out at, uh, the Toronto International Film Festival. Uh, it is a movie about rap battling, which oh, yeah. I enjoy very much. I watch on YouTube a lot while I'm working. Don't tell my boss that. <laughs> um, <laughs> shout out to Soft Choice. Fire um, him. <laughs> Um, it's just like you, the last, oh, it's sorry. I should mention that it's being produced by Eminem who made the last battle, uh, yeah, the last movie. Yeah, it is. It's be, um, he made, or he was in the last movie, the last good movie about yeah. rap in general, hey, rap wow. battling. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Been, All right. movies about rap. Straight out of Compton? Straight out of Compton. Jeez. Was better than 8 Mile? I didn't say what. I mean like the last, like The last good, good yeah, whatever. Uh, he's produced by Eminem. Uh, I think he's a good authority on rap. Um, it it features a lot of rap battlers. 
uh, that I know, uh, not personally, but <laughs> I know of very well. Uh, I just think it's going to be enjoyable. Also, there's going to be a rap battle live on King Street uh, during TIFF, and that's why I'm... Jory, how about yourself? I'll throw, uh, I guess, it out there. Uh, no one wants to watch that scary you know movie, what? man. One, no. I, I hate scary movies. Me too. I'm not seeing this movie in <laughs> theaters. But clowns are kind of cool. Fuck the clowns. And I can deal with a scary movie nope. on about a Saturday nope. or a Sunday nope. with the sun out, my windows open, nope. no 10 a.m. Nope. So I'm going to look forward to it because, to be honest, there's nothing really Fuck. else in September I'm that hard for. Honestly, when I first saw like the It movie and heard about it, I thought it was going to be terrible. Like, But uh, Kerry Fukunaga, who did the first season of True Detective, like I think he's done a really good job yeah. with this. Like, I'm actually yeah. kind of interested in it. Uh, which is pretty good considering, like, you know, all that remake bullshit. Uh, Kevin, about yourself? I just told you I don't have anything. <sighs> okay. I apologize. Uh, so I will Google something right now. Okay, while Kevin's waiting, uh, I'll do my announcement that Paul alluded to earlier. Uh, the Toronto International Film Festival is coming out next month. I will be there every day, and I will be live-tweeting from our Twitter handle, which is at HWHA Podcast. Uh, I'll be giving you live updates of the movies I see. I'll be going to about 20 movies. Uh, the one that I'm most looking forward to is The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Uh, it's from Greek director Yorgo something or other. I don't remember his last name. Uh, but he did The Lobster. Uh, he did uh, Dogtooth. He's done really interesting movies. Uh, we got Colin Farrell in this one who did a good job in The Lobster. And I think it's going to be, if nothing else, interesting, which is you know what I like to see in a film. Hey, anyone in this room know what the fuck The Lobster is? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a fucking fantastic movie. That's what it is. <laughs> Enjoy the fight's over. <laughs> okay, sorry. Anything, Kevin? Nah, I got, I got, I got nothing. Uh, so what Kevin meant to say was Kingsman because no yes, one said Kingsman! it. Yes, uh, Kingsman. We're all looking forward to Kingsman. We are, uh, we are. Matthew Vaughn never made a bad movie yet. I think it's going to be terrific. Wait, also, is it coming, Channing it's actually coming out September? Mm. September twenty second, coming out soon. Oh, okay, and it's September. That works. Okay. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. And just remember, uh, we're having a Ask Me Anything for next month. So send us your questions about any movie, anything that you feel we can answer. We are, after all, the movie experts. We know absolutely everything about everything, movies. Uh, so send us your questions. That's right. Even things you think we can't answer. Just send us questions. How, do, how was our day? doesn't even have to be about movies. Just ask us anything. <laughs> Let's Please. talk. Come on. Yeah, no, one's, no, one's, no one's listening. Just Everyone's you, listening. You and us. All right. Thanks for tuning in, and join us again next month. Peace. Woo! Out.